another brand new episode of the mini games podcast uh we're back we took a week off uh because life got in the way for both of us uh this is going to be episode 31 um we have a lot to talk about since we technically have two weeks worth of stuff but it actually works out because i think we finally have enough things to talk about for the length of a regular episode um so yeah i'm your host mike and as usual we have your co-host keith don't call it a comeback uh even though it very much is a comeback yeah but don't call it that i will i will call it what i want to and there's nothing you can do to stop me uh so before we get into it i would just like to say this is the very first episode that uh is being recorded from my brand new computer that definitely got here before keith's did yeah what the fuck uh, I'm gonna let you go into that. Let tell your story of e- eternal anguish of not being able to find a 3080. Yeah, you've heard one story, you've heard them all, and you've heard mine. There are no 3080s because bots, bots, and bots, and bots made purchases, and life is hard. <laughs> then 3090s came out, and more bots and more bots, and yeah, there's no 3090s either. Um, yeah, I don't have my computer yet because of that. Literally the only thing I'm waiting on. Yeah, uh, Keith has been living a life of pain and misery uh, since the day that 3080s went on sale. He posted some very funny pictures outside of a Best Buy only to come back out empty-handed, um, which I thought was very funny for me, not so much for Keith. Well, the good news is everybody else was in the same boat as me. Like, okay, woke up at 7 a.m., ready to go, refreshed, what the fuck? <laughs> Already gone. So, my like three other friends that are still trying to claim it that day all also had the same thing. So I thought, okay, well, I'll go to Best Buy and open. So I get to work and ask them, hey, can I go to Best Buy? And then right before I can even explain what it was, yeah, sure, go ahead. All right, cool. So I go and drive, I pull up to Best Buy and I see people and I think, oh shit. So I was number 15 in line. I walk up and I say, 3080s and a bunch of other nerds. Yep. <laughs> And then two other people showed up and then there's one lady. Is this the line to get in? Yes, lady. <laughs> Everybody was like, you're not getting ahead of me. She's probably not even there for that. She's probably just there to check out like a laundry machine, like something like that. But anyway, we all rushed to straight to the back. 3080s again. No, we don't have any here. Look, they looked at their stock and they don't got anything. <clears throat> so life is hard. It's getting dark and bleak. Just want to play some games. Uh, meanwhile, I'm sitting here with my 2080 Super having a great old time uh, playing a bunch of video games that do absolutely nothing to take advantage of the power of it. Oh, yeah. And and I had a 2070 Super, and I thought, okay, you know, we'll just swap it for that. And I could probably just easily pick one up again. But I mean, at this point, you definitely could pick up any of the... the the 20 series cards like super easy i'm sure yeah but it's just i feel like for the same price say like getting a 2070 super or a 3070 for the same price eventually it almost kind of makes it a no-brainer then unless once these become way more accessible and then the price drops for like aftermarket like, like or even just a price drop in general maybe then i'll, I'll consider going back to it yeah, I, I don't know, man. At this point, I would just be like, build your fucking PC at this point. You're not going to get a 3080 for a hot minute. 
if I can somehow get a 3070, I'll be happy with that. Because, I mean, it does the same. Like, basically, mean you have an equivalent card, you know? Yeah. So, if I can get that, I'll be good. That, that, I think that's really what's stopping me. Knowing the 2070 Super and the 3070 and the gap between the two, but the price is the same. That's pretty much what's, do, what's keeping me, you know? Yeah, I got it. But now you're just going to be sitting on a bunch of PC parts for who knows how long. Yep, that part's rough. But I did play a game, though. Hey, hey, I played uh, Mario 3D All-Stars. Oh, how's that been going for you? I mean, it's exactly what I thought it was. It's just the three games. <laughs> nothing more, nothing else. It is it is definitely the Mario. It's definitely the Mario. Um, I haven't played Galaxy yet. I was planning on going these in order. And so I started with 64, and then I had a revelation. Do you know what that is? That Sunshine's a better game? I okay <laughs> 64 is an amazing game it's one of the all-time greats it's one of the most important games of all time it's tarnished by time yeah I was about to say I feel like I'm at the point now where the rosy red tinted glasses I had and the love I had for that game have now just been uh, replaced by my logical brain and now I, I imagine that game does not hold up very well visually yes I mean it's very polygonal, but they cleaned it up. Um, so it looks good. It runs good. It sounds good. It's just, it's, it's antiquated by today's standards now, and it, and it, it shows. Um, does it take away from the game that it is? No, because it's the same game that we played. They didn't do anything else to it, you know? Um, I'll, I'll say it is as great now as it was then, because it's the exact same thing. It's just tarnished by time. That's the only difference gameplay it's very sloppy controlling because now we're used to the two thumbsticks you know movement and camera and not to say it's not there at all but it's just it sucks <laughs> like n64 was a vastly different time exactly we were used to one thumbstick and a d-pad that we didn't touch so oh, i forgot the n64 controller had a d-pad yeah exactly and it just kind of controlling it's very loose it's not sharp and i think part of it could spoil because odyssey is just controls so well but it's just very much like you turn a corner and he rounds around the turn and you fall off a platform and thinking oh shit like and this gets so frustrating you're trying to talk to someone trying to read a sign you're pressing a but you just jump instead so you gotta like run around and line yourself up perfectly but since the controls are so loose it's like it takes you a couple good four or five tries to do every single time um <clears throat> so it just i played a couple levels i got no no i guess a good chunk of the way in and i thought okay no like it's not that i can't do this it's just it's frustrating and i know i can just move on and i know what the rest of this game is going to play like it's not going to change so <clears throat> moved on to sunshine and i'm having so much fun <laughs> a lot of people shit on sunshine but i think that's legitimately one of my uh, besides Odyssey, that's probably like my favorite 3D Mario game. A lot of people do, and I kind of get it. I mean, I'm finding less gripes the more I play with it. So I'm glad to see that it's better than what I remembered. Because I didn't hate the game, but it was definitely, it didn't really stand out as like the long scale of things for me. But I'm liking it more now. One of the things I will say, my most biggest pet peeve of level design is in the very first um area do you remember like sunshine's like level patterns or which ones are which or no not really um vaguely i definitely have to like sit down and play that again to like remember shit but i I'm, i have a pretty good 
sunshine memory. Okay. Well, on the very first level that you go into, I don't even remember the names of these things, but you kind of go up a hill, small hill, like a hump. And on the bottom of the hump, it's a water slide, basically. Yeah, you kind of do your you know, belly slide thing. And at the end, you jump, and you have to make it onto a little tiny rope platform, a uh, rope to stand on. And it's one thing I guess about Sunshine is it, maybe the jumping's a little loose where there's times I'm like, no, I definitely jumped and you just fell off the platform while running, you know? Um, so if you don't time it perfect and it's the tiniest margin of error, you end up falling in the, in the little water river. And of course, it's slow to get out of it. And then you got to try to get on there again. And if you fall again, um, it's just little tiny bad little level design things that wouldn't be a big deal if you didn't put it at the start of the level and have to start at the same place every single time. <laughs> um, the platforming, I, I like it because there's parts that are simple, there's parts that are difficult with some tricky obstacles. Is definitely like the um, like the the, cr the cranes and uh, and like Trusk level where once you get to really a high altitude, you get the winds that kind of blow you off, and it's punishing. And those are things that kind of like they're, they're frustrating, but I kind of like it because it's the challenge of the game um galaxy i have not played yet because i, wa I want to beat sunshine but i've heard great things i've heard that's probably the one that benefits the most um with the port to the switch yeah that's what i've been hearing too uh i just i wish i honestly just wish they had gone full out and just put galaxy 2 on there also because like the, the tr just the difference between galaxy and galaxy 2 is just like insane uh, i just yeah, I, I'm a big Galaxy 2 shill, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and obviously I haven't played 1, I haven't played 2, and I hear the exact same thing. Um, I For whatever reason, it was not there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've seen videos and stuff saying maybe it was in the plans at one point, but it just such a late thing that kind of got slapped together that it didn't make it. I don't know. Um, but for what, for what we got, I'm happy with it. Do I think there's other ways that could have gone about it? Yeah, but they didn't they weren't selling remasters or anything or remakes or anything like that you know like i've seen a lot of people say well spyro and crash uh reworked the games from the ground up and nintendo never told us they were doing that and we never got that you know i when you adjust the expectations to what you're told you don't get disappointed yeah um i think it's a cool package i i just didn't see any urgency to pick it up uh, right away. Well, I know that a it's, it's a, yeah, I was like, it's a, I was about to say, it's a timed release thing, but it's like, I have until March. I'll, I'll, I know I'm going to get it eventually, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I'd rather just play other things, I think, than spend money, even though as much as I love those games, I'd rather just spend, rather than spend the money on those games, I'd rather just play other things. Yeah, and I get that part too. I think my main value is, I guess, I hadn't touched Sunshine since it came out, and I've never played Galaxy, so I, I kind of feel like I was getting my money's worth just off the of new experience that I didn't get to do. Yeah, for you, I can see that that's definitely worth it. For me, who has played all those games, especially like I don't need to play '64 again. Like I get it; it's the classic game, and uh, it's great and all that. But '64 is just one of those games I don't think I need to play for an extended period of time. Right, and I kind of think maybe that would have been the benefit of of actually re if any game needed the rework it was 64 and the fact that they didn't say that's what this was and then give us something different i'm not disappointed but i do think that would be the one that would benefit the most if they did that 
And I don't think they'll give it to us since they just gave it again, gave that game to us again. Yeah, probably not. But overall, um, it's a simple collection. It's literally just the games and soundtracks. Nothing more, nothing less. And I could see, you know, 20 bucks each game being a good value of in 2020. Um, I liked it personally. Um, some people don't feel the same and they're bringing up all valid reasons. Uh, but for me, it works. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that you've been enjoying your time with it. Uh, the whole, even though they give you, like, they're giving you plenty of time to get it. I, I still think the whole like this is a limited time release thing just really rubs me the wrong way. But yeah, at least the limited digital is really what does it for me. Physical release, sure, everything's limited physical release. This is just a way shorter time scheme. But I get it. You want to cut? It's it's an anniversary special. To not have a digital is just insane. Yeah, it's 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 real fucking dumb. But if anyone was gonna do something real fucking dumb, it was gonna be Nintendo. So, yeah, that's true. One thing I want to say: my roommate really enjoys the game, and he never played him. Well, yeah, he's like fucking. What is he? Three years old? He wasn't even alive when Mario was a thing. Well, he's seven now. Okay. No, well, no rent. My math is off. No rent, but two chores. How long has quarantine been? If he's that old already, Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> but yeah I mean I guess because I'm sharing the experience it, it, it makes it that much more worth it yeah I feel that so yeah what have you, you been playing expose the, expose the younger generation to the Mario yeah um, so I've been playing like I said I've been pl- I've been playing a lot of games lately a lot of newer games um, but straight up nothing that has taken advantage of this 2080 so far Um, First off, I would like to say that um, by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Blizzard Entertainment, I got a beta key to the new WoW expansion. Wow. And I haven't... So here's why I'm upset at myself. After what feels like years of complaining that I've been playing World of Warcraft for so long and I've never gotten a beta key, now that I have a beta key... I'm too afraid to play it because I don't want to ruin the release of Shadowlands for myself. <laughs> Nothing really transfers <laughs> over either, huh? No, it would start. It would. I would be starting fresh on my own characters because it's like a completely separate server and everything. Right. So you make a you make a new max level character on there. But now I'm just like, man, I really want to play this, but I don't want to replay all this content off my other, off my other characters yeah, because essentially it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I'm just like, eh, at least I got a beta key. I'll probably fuck around with it some more, but I, I've been playing a lot of regular WoW. Um, a couple of other games, like I, I reinstalled No Man's Sky on this new PC. Runs great. Looks really good. Uh, the two newer games, so this w- one's not necessarily new. Uh, it's been on my computer for a while. I just didn't start playing it until recently just because I was like, I don't want to buy anything, but I want to play something that I necessarily haven't played. So I went through my Steam list and was just like, what haven't I played much of? So I, I installed Slay the Spire. And okay. it's straight up been one of, like, I, I was, the last weekend, this past weekend, I was up until four in the morning playing Slay the Spire. Just playing your cards. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, it's, it's really fucking good. Um, yeah. I unlocked all four characters. Well, you start with one. So I unlocked the three other characters. Um, I have completed the spot. I have slayed the spire with each character. 
Um, it's a lot of fucking fun. I really like, I, apparently I'm on a big roguelike kick too, because uh, that's what I've been playing a lot of recently. Um, so now that it went into 1.0, I've also been recently been playing Hades. I've heard great things. Uh, that's a strong game of the year contender for me, I think. I have been having a ridiculous amount of fun playing that game. It's really, really fucking good. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. I haven't heard a single person say this is a bad game. Yeah, I was admittedly skeptical at first because I was like, yeah, an early access roguelike. I was like, no, I've never heard that one before. Um, but again, this is made by the same people that did, that made Bastion, uh, Transistor. So okay. I was like, you know what? Bastion is a cool game. Let me try out this Hades shit. And I'm very glad I did. I think it was on sale even. So I think I spent less than full price. I spent $20 on it when I got it. And um, I this is another game where I just I, I don't want to stop playing it. I, it's it's a good it's one of those like one more run games. You just want to get further every time. Mm -hmm. uh, the one time that I like, quote unquote, beat the game, I found some stupidly fucked up overpowered build where I was just virtually unkillable and it felt really fucking good. Uh, it's really good. Hades is really fucking good. Very nice. Yeah, I, I want to play that. Maybe I'll pick that up on Switch. I don't know. Life is hard. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in like a, almost like a purgatory gaming wise. Uh, I think on Switch, I heard that the text is is a little bit small if you play a portable. But I, I feel like if there's a game you probably want on the go, it's a real good one because you know it's run based. Exactly. And again, like it's not it's not an online game, so you can literally take it anywhere. I I highly recommend Hades. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's a game of the year contender for me. Um, another game that I bought but I haven't fired up yet is I bought Spelunky Two earlier today. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, so I can't wait to be super upset at that game for <laughs> for a very long time for ruining your life. And... <laughs> yeah, so apparently I'm just on a big roguelike kick now. Also fine. Um, another game that I've been playing is one that they showed on, I think it was one of the Nintendo Directs, and it's funny because Switch is the only platform it's not on right now. Um, it's also not the game that I thought it was going to be, and I'm not sure how I fully feel about it, but I've been playing a lot of Genshin Impact the past couple days. Go on. Uh, so it's basically Breath of the Wild. So I've heard, but I've heard it's got like it seems to like differentiate itself too. Like it does not shy away from its influence, but also does not show any fear to expand upon that. Yeah. Also, it's a gotcha game. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's free to play, uh, but the way it works is you can have multiple party members. But the way you get those multiple party members is you can spend real money to get the currency to buy. Uh, blind boxes essentially that can either have weapons or new characters um, and since it is a free to play game I was like you know what I'll throw a few bones at it so I spent five bucks on like a starter kit or whatever for the game mm -hmm. uh, got this hilariously overpowered spear girl and I've been having a lot of fun just like wrecking everything in it um, I I don't think this has a lot of longevity. I, at first, when I saw all the like ads and stuff for it, I thought this was an MMO. Um, I was a little bit bummed to find out that it's, as far as I know right now, it's exclusively single player. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's it's okay. I, but again, I 
I don't know how much longer I see myself playing this. Granted, I only put in five bucks, so it's not like I have to like feel bad about it. Yeah, that's like right at that. Whatever, I'll try it. Don't matter. But yeah, like it's straight up is like, oh, you can climb any surface. Uh, here's your stamina bar that comes up for whatever you do. You can like cook meals and stuff. Uh, the one thing I will say is not unlike Breath of the Wild, there is no like breaking weapons and shit. You just find a bunch of weapons and then um, fuse them into your other weapons to make them more powerful. Uh, I kind of like that. Yeah, but it's like that's like some gacha game style yeah, shit too, because like you can only get the weapons from. Like you can find them in chests, but you get the higher quality weapons from, like, your little blind box shits. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, uh... That's a thing. It, it, it definitely exists. Also, even on this new computer, it took for fucking ever to download. I'm not sure why. Could that be, like, a connection thing, or...? I don't know. Uh, and the last game that I have been playing lately, uh, so I had completely forgotten that this was a thing that came out, uh, but in my desire to just install a bunch of shit on this new computer because I have an insane amount of hard drive space now, mm -hmm. uh, I downloaded the standalone expansion to Superhot, uh, Superhot Mind Control Delete, and it's a lot more super hot and it's a lot more fun. In that order? Yes. Um, the way it works differently though, like instead of like super hot has like a plot to it, I guess you can say that, um, mind control delete goes along the lines of like, also, you know, I guess technically it's a roguelike now, uh, it just like randomly generates scenarios for you and you just like kill a bunch of dudes in those scenarios. So it, it, it's literally just more super hot, which necessarily isn't a bad thing. I was about to say that actually sounds like something like worth it though. Yeah, what was cool is like everyone that owned original Super Hot got it for free. Um, I think it's like fifteen bucks if you don't have original Super Hot. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, little bummer, but I mean, I get it too. Yeah, I, I think I, that's like if you're gonna get it, wait till it's on sale because I think fifteen bucks for what it is is like not worth it. <laughs> like I played it for I think maybe an hour and I was like, ah, I'm good. How much was it originally? What, what was what, originally what? Like, if you had it already before purchase, like how much was the purchase price? For my control delete? Yes. If you have original Super Hot? Yes. It's free. Oh, no, no, okay, yeah, no, 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 Super Hot. Uh, I think original Super Hot was like 20 bucks. Mm, I guess I don't completely hate it, but I don't like it either. Yeah, so I think they probably sell them as a bundle, too. I don't know. I haven't checked, obviously, because I didn't need to, because I just have it. Yeah, why bother looking? Yeah, that's basically all I've been playing. I mean, you know, I've been playing, like, the popular games, been playing Among Us every once in a while, and that's that's a game. That is definitely a game. Oh. I, I suppose I could get in on that. This computer could probably handle that. <laughs> If, this, if that computer can't handle Among Us, then you have much bigger problems. Or both. Plus, I think it's only five bucks, so, you know. Or just free if you want to get it on your phone. You just have to watch ads after every game. Yeah, I mean... But yeah, that, I haven't that, been playing that, anything that else. That's cosplay, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Alright. So, if you're... I, we, I definitely played a game with a bunch of people, and someone was, like, on their phone playing with us on PC. So yeah, you can definitely do that. Hmm. 
Well, there's something to do. Uh, so we have decided to forego talking about sales this week. Uh, we we had sales lined up for last week, but those are definitely the way the way that we tend to work has worked against us now because those sales are definitely no longer a thing. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, one thing I will say real quick, Freedom Fighters, you know, one of my pride and joy games from like 2003 is now on PC for whatever reason. The fuck? Yeah, like I was checking the sales and all of a sudden I see on Steam Freedom Fighters and I'm like, this is last week, by the way. I see that something, the hell, 33% off Freedom Fighters. Wait, wait, Freedom Fighters? What? And then I click on it and it says, yep, it, it's here. And for whatever reason, they brought it over. So that was an insta-purchase. I haven't played it yet, but either way, I want to, I love that game so much. Um, and of course, with that comes speculation of maybe a sequel. At one point, they had a sequel planned, but it never came out. And of course, you bring it out here, all of a sudden that speculation comes back out. And I don't know whether or not that's true, but I will say definitely please. Very, 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 very excited for this. And I think you should get that game. I just looked it up. I don't know if I want to pay $15 for this. No, I definitely got it for 10 Yeah, at it, it full price, it's 15 And I'm just like, I don't know if I want to spend that on this. I don't know why I thought it was, I thought this was a different game that you were talking about. Now I just don't know what this is, I think. No, it very much... Uh, do you remember Homefront that came out? I think it was 360? Yeah, that game sucks. Yeah, it, that game, I bought it because it was like kind of reminiscent of this. And I was like, this ain't the same. Um, personally, I think this one's great. Like you're kind of like a like a ragtag plumber. All of a sudden, you're like leading a militia against like the Soviet Union, in an alternate reality where Soviet won the wars. Like, it's so good. Is this a gritty Mario? It's yeah. I guess if Mario wasn't the disappointment, yeah. They should have put this on the fucking 3D All Stars then. If it's this is just this is just alternate reality Mario. Yeah, if if Mario actually surpassed Luigi. Oh, that will never happen. No, but that's what that's what this is though. Okay, this is the alternate reality where Mario is in fact Luigi and Luigi is like dead or something, I guess. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the description of this game on Steam. Freedom Fighters is an intense third-person action game set in an alternate history New York during the invasion of a foreign superpower. So this literally is just Super Mario, like Bowser has taken over. Take on the role of Chris Stone. That's a, it's a weird name, a weird way to say Super Mario. A hard-working plumber and rise through the ranks of the resistance to prove yourself as a charismatic, yeah, charismatic leader. This is, this is literally just Super Mario. It is, with like a grounded Star Wars. This is like, this is if like Gangs of New York and Super Mario collided. Gangs of the Mushroom Kingdom. I'd watch that movie. I would definitely watch that movie. But yeah, no. Daniel Daniel Day Lewis has to play Bowser. So who plays Mario? Oh, okay. So we're pit. No, I. Chris Stone, The Rock. Come on. No, it, it, hold on. No, so I'm going to be dead, dead fucking serious for a minute. If we're going to have a fucking gritty Mario remake for this Freedom Fighters thing, it's got to be Joe Pesci. <laughs> I 
I would say... Hey, uh, fucking uh, Yoshi. I okay. That makes me want Joe Pesci to voice Detective Pikachu instead of Ryan Reynolds. Okay, you know what? I am a hundred percent on board. I love Danny DeVito, but I, th- I think just swearing ass Joe Pesci as uh, as Pikachu would be the greatest thing I've ever seen. What the fuck? I'm working here. Hey, it's me, Joe Pesci, Chu. <laughs> I still say The Rock from Mario. Chris Stone, The Rock. Like, it, it writes itself. Uh, Luigi is played by Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Uh, Princess Peach, Angelina Jolie. And Daisy? Daisy, Kate Beckinsale. But like 2003 Kate Beckinsale? Specifically Underworld Kate Beckinsale. Just literally Kate Beckinsale's character in Underworld, but Daisy. Well, and like every time she comes out, that Atreus song is just playing. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's got to be the move. Uh, All right. I like it. I am going to uh, talk to John John Hollywood right now and be like, yo, I I got a movie for you. As long as I get like a two percent cut, I'm good. Uh, you will get one percent and like it. That's fine. It's more than I had. What are we talking about? How uh, you should buy Freedom Fighters. Uh, yeah. You know what? I guess uh, buy the gritty Mario reboot that we all uh, we all deserve. Yes. Starring for some reason Joe Pesci as Pikachu. Yes. Hey, uh, I'll fucking, uh, fucking zap you. I'll fucking zap you. <laughs> I just, I love how in this game when you, I think it was when you beat it, you unlock like, like I guess their cheat in-game cheat codes. And one was the nail gun, and basically whenever you shoot, it just launches them and they just stick to a building. All right, maybe I'll drop fifteen bucks. It's pretty great. Maybe I'll drop. Now that you, now that there's a, a stupid nail gun, maybe I'll do it. It's pretty great. Still doesn't take advantage of the 2080. Still worth it. Yeah, I'm just going to exclusively play games that have no graphical intensity to them whatsoever. This is it. $3,000 well spent. Worth it. Uh, but we are going to, uh, again, like I said, we're going to skip sales. Um, it was it's, it's probably a light week, but we're also going to fully acknowledge that neither of us looked. Uh, like I said, we are busy. Keith is like building a house or something, and I just I can't be bothered. IRO house we do, flipper. We do got a lot of news though. Uh, so first thing we wanted to talk about, just to catch up on, so both PS5s and uh, the Xbox Series X and S went on sale over the past couple weeks, and uh, from the way it looks like, nobody got one. <laughs> Yeah, looks like it was rough. I know you got your PS5. I did get my PS5. I was quite literally the last person that was able to get one at the local GameStop. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I know not many people can say that. I mean, it's crazy how Microsoft dunked on PlayStation. But yeah, they kind of fell in a similar boat too. Yeah, because no one can get a fucking Xbox now. 
Yeah, although I do think they handled it better. Like, I think maybe I think Microsoft has a little bit less bitterness because it went on the date that they planned for it to. Yeah, there's definitely that. Uh, it was definitely like the night before, just me like frantically refreshing. Well, when I I remember like I had just gotten off of work. And it was like, oh, some retailers are probably going up at like midnight or something. And I was like, okay, cool. And then it was like, psych, <laughs> we're going, Walmart's going live it's, now. It's now. So yeah, and that's pretty much the only people that I got are the ones that happened to refresh at that time. So, oh shit. So the way it worked for me, it's like, it was, it's like a perfect storm of shit that happened. So I had just gotten off of work, right? And I was like, damn, I was originally gonna wait for the Amazon link to go live and just order off of Amazon because I like that I don't have to pay f for it until it ships. Mm -hmm. And then something clicked in my brain. I was like, no. Remember all those times where Amazon has fucked up pre-orders on things before? You don't want that to happen to you. And then I said, you're right, brain. I'm going to call GameStop. So I was going to go get food. It was specifically Canes. I was getting some Canes. Shout out to Canes. Shout out, to, shout out Cane Sauce. Um... I call GameStop. I'm like, yo, do you guys still have PS4s for pre PS5s, excuse me, for pre-order, specifically the digital version? And they were like, yeah, we got PS5s. I was like, okay, sick. And then I was originally like, okay, I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat my food. I'm going to go to this GameStop. And then on the way there, I was like, I think I'm just going to go to this GameStop. I was like, this Canes is very tightly packed in this styrofoam container it'll still be fine yeah we're good yeah so i i pull over at the mall uh go into the gamestop and there's like there's like five people in front of me and i was just like fuck yeah <laughs> because this is when i when i had heard that like stores were only having like limited stock like they were like some stores were reporting like 12 units total it was like 10 of the disc version and 12 uh, two of the digital version yeah insane yeah, so I was just like, oh shit. Uh, so I go in there and like the first couple people in front of me are like buying non-PS5 things. Like someone was straight up just buying like an Xbox controller and the other person was buying just like some game. And I was like, okay, cool. We, and then like the next good. couple, yeah, and then like the next couple people went up and they're like, oh yeah, we're here for the PS5. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I was like, Sh I was like, okay, this sucks. Um, and so it takes a while. I get up to the counter and I'm like, yeah, I'm here to pre-order the PS5. And the guy's like, oh, we only have the digital version left if that's okay. And I was like, that's exactly what I wanted. Let's go. Um, so I'm there like finalizing the pre-order. Like I'm literally like, I, like it's mine at this point. Like I am putting, I put my down payment on it, like the pre-order thing. And I, I'm paying for it with my debit card. All $50. All 50 bucks. The dude that was behind me comes up and was like, I'm here for the PS5. And the girl at the register is like, we're out. <laughs> so I literally got the last PS5 at that store and I straight up like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get jumped leaving here right now. <laughs> yeah, let me just took this receipt in my back pocket and just keep walking straight. Yeah, for real. I was just like, oh, this, <laughs> this is a very bad scenario for me. But it, yeah, I, I got my PS5 and my canes was still warm. <laughs> you got out good on that one. And I feel, yeah, I, I feel bad for every out. retail worker that has for the 3080s PS5. Cause 
you essentially had the same story with my 3080 except you got yours and the first thing i thought when like i was answering the guy was answering my questions i thought this dude's gonna have to answer these questions all day and i'm sure like walmart electronics sections GameStops, all of them are gonna answer those questions every day oh yeah it's only just begun and i'm sure like well not well i'm sure like everyone was like freaking out both after the ps5s and xbox went on sale because it's like oh i can't fucking get them anywhere like everything's sold out uh there's people selling pictures of the ps5 on ebay for eight hundred dollars you know the, the full range of yeah clearly stating it's a picture the full the full range of post-sale uh uh chaos it was i i think the only thing more chaotic than the than the launch of pre-orders for these consoles was last night's presidential debate Oh yeah, that's chaotic for sure. And oh, oh, that's my reaction. I'm not about to get into politics on here, and I that that whole debate. I will just say that whole debate shaved like ten years off my life. Oh yeah, and so did the 3080 launch. Yeah, um, I would say the same. But one, I didn't want to get a 3080, and two, I got a PS5. I'm big chilling. You regained one year. Yeah, I, I I regained one one whole year, and it's feels feels good. I, I earned it. And you know what I've seen reports of that apparently, um, some people are getting their PS5 pre-order pushed to 2021. Oh, I'm so glad that I got first wave. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I wonder, like where that line was drawn, I guess. Um, yeah, like what was what was the cutoff to get your PS5 not only like on launch but this year, right? And I'm sure some of them are going to be like obviously. I mean, it sounds like it was only one wave of pre-orders, so somewhere on the line, some territories. Even though you're a first wave, you're gonna have to wait. And I'm guessing it might just be like if you did like Amazon or like the things like that, you know? Yeah, more than likely. I, I, I'm pretty sure that like if you were able to pre-order it in like a brick and mortar GameStop on the day the pre-orders went live, right. you will be, you will be fine. Uh, day day one for the console launch. Right. Exactly. Um, where the the allotted amount was already there for you. Um, that kind of to me, I think that kind of lends credence on some of the initial reports that there was some chip errors in PS5s that had to get called back and re. I guess re put in production um i don't know how fast they're gonna be able to get those things back out there or not but it's crazy they have they have a couple months month and a half yeah and then you gotta ship them that is true you do gotta ship them and we've been okay so we're old enough to pretty much be through most console generation launches and I don't think I've ever seen one go like quite like this, to be honest. Yeah, no, I th- I think this has been the most like bonkers console launch I've I've like ever seen, and like the most like scarcity ever, because I mean Series X and S also got zapped up super quick. Um, now I do think Microsoft probably has a bit more of a production advantage because that's pretty much all that they do across the board they don't own like movie care movie studios and things like that like sony does all they do is produce hardware <laughs> yeah so if, if they ran out too that's that's pretty telling 
And I'm wondering how many people bought Xboxes just because, like, well, I couldn't get a fucking PS5, so let me get this fucking thing. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sure there was some of that. Not only that, but I'm sure there was accidental. Like, I saw, like, Xbox One X sales went up, like, 700% on Amazon. Mm, beautiful. So I'm sure there was some of those accidental purchases being made, which, I mean, I, it's a good time to get one because they're not in production anymore, you know? Yeah, for real. And... Microsoft doesn't really believe in generations, so I don't think you're missing out necessarily right away. Yeah. Um, hope you got your console. Because uh, <laughs> it sounds like, one, yeah. Uh, yeah um, it's. I, I know that they're talking about like they, they're going to be getting more into circulation pretty soon. I know there was like, I, I think, I know GameStops are getting more, but they're just flat out not getting the digital version anymore. Obviously, a retail store like GameStop is not going to want to sell a discless edition of right. a console, especially since like their whole market is used games. Um, but I am a I'm a piece of shit, and I will lord my uh, PS5 over everyone as long as possible while I play uh, Demon Souls Remastered Day One. Right, and I want one. Obviously, I've as I said before if I'm going to get one, it's going to be PS5. It'll happen eventually. I just want to play Miles Morales and then just grab games as they come out. So, yeah, I'm not the, it's, uh, I'm not the biggest rush, but I also really want it. <laughs> yeah, it, I, th- I think it's like that new. It's like, oh, it's the new technology high. You know what I mean? It's like, it's mm-hmm. I got to get the, the new fucking thing. And then you can't get the new fucking thing. And you're like, fuck. Right. I mean, if I had to rank the two, I'd say I'm I'm keeping my money for the 3080 first, whatever, or 3070, whatever card I get. Well, yeah, that that makes sense because <laughs> you have it. You you tech. You have the rest of that PC. You just yeah, I got the need monitor. The card. I got the monitor already. You have literally everything <laughs> except the the graphics card. <laughs> yeah, my RAM is just staring at me. I haven't put it in yet because that, what's the point? <laughs> also, are you are you only doing one monitor? You coward. For now, um, my plan is to get a, a 144 hertz 1440 and then later on down the line um because obviously I'm, I'm splitting my money into that and the house investment so for now yes um my plan is later on down the line once technology kind of advances and there's a little bit more 4k for, for 144 hertz at a little bit better price that's gonna be my second monitor all right that sounds like a plan yeah as of right now like like most 4k monitors are 60 hertz which i guess wouldn't be the worst um, but they're like probably 500, give or take. And I found a 1440. Yeah, that's that's how much my monitors were a piece. Yeah, and I found the 1440 for, I got it for 411 with tax. A 27 inch. Damn. Yeah, like. Nice as hell. Yeah, good deal. So once once 4K 144 at least hertz pops up later on down the line with a little bit cheaper, because as of right now, those are like about seven, 800. Um, then I'll be grabbing that, and that'll be my second monitor with a 1440 as, or no, that'll be my primary with a 1440 as my second. Can't wait till you're all grown up and you have an actual PC. Well, I actually got it pretty much set up. So in the room in future house, I've got it pretty much set up to where I'm gonna run computer to HDMI to TV, and have a wireless output for the controller for just couch gaming. So. But here's the thing. What will be finished first? Your house or your computer? House, probably at this rate. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, man, just just get yourself just get yourself a 2080. Uh, and then once you're able to get the 3080, 
sell the the 2080 and mine Bitcoin or something. I don't know. It's not worth it anymore. You you pay more. You're spending electricity than when you actually get mining. I I looked into that. I what the amount of free time that you somehow have on yourself is staggering. But you know what? I like it. <laughs> I did find another side gig though. I'll tell you off the air because I don't want anyone stealing the idea. That, that's oh. definitely not my idea, and I definitely did not get from TikTok. I I'm gonna fucking hate this. I know it. Uh, it's actually pretty ingenious, but yeah, we'll get there. My God, at least you're not selling fucking knives again. I was good at it. My God, dude. Uh, so next thing I wanted to point out here, because I, I saw this and this was insane. Uh, so Microsoft showed like their external storage or semi-external, because I think you actually just stick this into uh, your Xbox Series X. Yeah. Uh, their external storage drives are $220. Nope. That's a that's a fucking switch light. <laughs> that's almost a Series S. Yes, that is almost a Series S just for extra storage. I think it's only like a terabyte or two also. Just buy your own. Just buy your own. Straight up, I think I think it the the two terabyte like SSD I could have upgraded to on my PC is infinitely cheaper yeah i think so um don't do it get your own it, it, it'll yeah work. that's it, it will work don't worry about the branding uh yeah fucking don't spend 220 dollars on storage please <laughs> fucking please there's not much more we have to say about that just don't do it yeah i, I really just wanted to put that in because i I stared at that number for a long time because I, my brain was trying to convince me that it was real, I think. Yeah, I saw that and I thought, it, it didn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah, definitely not surprising, but I was just like, wow, they're really just, they're really they're just doing that, they? huh? I'm like, okay, sure. Yep, they're going for uh, it. But yeah, uh, don't buy that. Just don't. Uh, so... This next one, it pains me a little bit. Uh, Nintendo announced that they are no longer going to be manufacturing the 3DS. So buy your 3DSs if you did not get get one. Uh, so I've had like instances where I was like, I should get rid of my 3DS, but I'm just like, no. No, there's so I have many to great keep games. it forever now. Yeah, there's so uh, many great games that you're never going to be able to play on anything else. Yeah, so I, I am going to just eternally hold on to my 3DS. Uh, maybe I'll just maybe I'll fire up my New Leaf Village or something. I don't know. Oh, just speaking should. of, I think t today that Halloween update for New Horizons is out. Maybe I should dust off my village. Yeah, maybe. Um, if you are a Pokemon fan that likes to go back to your games, never get rid of your 3DS because you've got basically generations four through seven, and what is it like? A re like one remake on there, I believe. Yeah, I think yeah. just I think just Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Uh, that alone is like five games that you probably cannot play in that same capacity ever again on anything else. That's a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> not to mention virtual that's, console. That's stuff. a lot of fucking. Po that's a lot of fucking Pokemon. Right. Not to mention like the virtual console like emulators that you can just buy straight from Nintendo and have it stored on your on your 3DS. You know. Thank you for reminding me that I need to reinstall the, my PS1 emulator 
on this new PC. I mean, um, my definitely not illegal video game emulation software. Yes. I'm only downloading games that I have owned at some point in my life. Yes, that that are not available anywhere else. Yeah, the, uh, or if they are available, they are several hundreds of dollars on eBay. Exactly. Dude, straight up, I was looking for a fucking copy of Saga Frontier to play. <laughs> this, this is the this is the reason why I downloaded the emulator on my old PC in the first place. I was like, I want to play Saga Frontier. I love Saga Frontier. I haven't played that game in fucking feels like decades at this point. I looked it up on eBay. It was straight up two hundred and fifty dollars, and I was like, fuck that. I am emulating it. <laughs> Good choice. And there's also this other game on PS1 that's like, it's it's essentially edgy Pokemon. It's called Jade Cocoon. Also several hundred dollars on the internet. And I was like, I was like, dude, I owned this game when I was a kid. I was like, you're telling me I was sitting on like a fucking gold mine for a, a thousand, like when I was a, a thousand years ago? Like fucking, you kidding me? Yep. Don't let that be you. Buy your 3DS. Yeah. D- don't. Learn, learn from my mistakes. You did a good one. Um, so over the weekend, uh, Tokyo Game Show happened. Um, I don't know how much of that you watched, Keith. I kind of just watched like highlights because there was a lot of shit that I did not care about. Oh yeah, there was a lot of stuff, and I'll put it this way: everything they have listed in the show doc, maybe like three or four relevant to me, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I only kind of picked like the big things. Everything right. else was just kind of like there. Uh, the first thing that stood out that everyone was talking about was they finally showed Hyrule Warriors uh, Age of Calamity gameplay. Um, it's another one of those, if you like it. Um, it looks really, really good. Um, and they showed the new Impa redesign for this, and that looks really fucking cool. The whole game looks really cool. I'm so excited for Hyrule Warriors, and I, as someone that did not care for the first Hyrule Warriors, I'm so excited for this one. And just Breath of the Wild has such a, a, a unique charm to it. And I just, I love it. And I want to inject it into my veins at this point. Um, really curious on input to see, okay, like, where does this play into the whole, like, 100-year calamity story, you know? Yeah, and, and as someone who did play Hyrule Warriors and enjoyed it, uh, but fell off horribly because I literally something else came out and was like, I'm going to play this instead. Uh, I am very excited to uh, play this game and... I'm going to be real with you, more than likely fall off once something else comes out. But it's going to be very fun while I while I initially play it. I think story-wise, this one's going to keep me on for a bit longer. At least it's going to stick with me longer than a typical warrior-style game would play, you know? Yeah. Um, it looks, looks really fucking good. Uh, cannot wait to play that. Uh, yeah, it's potential to be a really big game for me. Um, next, they show they announced a release date for. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the title the proper way. Uh, the release date for Near Replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one four nine. Good God! And uh, for those of you that aren't aware, I believe this is the remake of the original Near. So there was Near, and then there's Near Automata, which came out a few years ago. Uh, this is the remade remake version of original Nier. Um, they release, well, they announced the release date, and that's going to be April 2021. So, how many versions so, until they get to Pi? Uh, honestly, probably the next one. All right. 
this isn't even the most obnoxious name that they've done for it. Uh, Near Automata had a DLC that was straight up just like a long ass number, if I remember correct. If I remember correctly. It gave you like every SKU that it's ever been in in stores. Yeah, basically. I'm going to find this just because uh, I think it would be oh, funny. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the new Nier. Um, I like Automata a lot. I think it's a I think it's a great game. I haven't finished it. It's on my list of games to play though, but what I have played, I fucking love it. Get on the ball. For the ball. Uh then they showed well then they showed Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires um you know, it's a it's a Dynasty Warriors game. Uh you if you know what those are, you know how they play. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I found it. Uh so it's near Automata 3C, 3C, 1D, 11944927. And does it explain what it means? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what's happening in near half the time, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. There's just, there's, there's robots. There's a lot of robot fighting. That's literally the whole, like, appeal to the game, not knowing what's going on. Here, when, when I when I name the t when I name this podcast, I'm just gonna smash my number pad and see what happens, and then I'll just go with that for the title of the episode. Six nine, nice. That's all it'll be. Nice, sixty nine four twenty, nice. Nice. Uh, a little quickie. Uh, Virgil was announced for Devil May Cry Five as DLC. Um, they're going, he's just going to be included in the special edition of the game. But for people like myself that already own Devil May Cry 5, he'll just be a little DLC purchase. Um, that's really cool. That gives me another reason to play Devil May Cry 5. Uh, that is straight up, I think it's straight up my favorite Devil May Cry game. And I just think in general, it's a, it's a real, it's one of those games. I played that at the beginning of this year and I was just like, fuck, I slept on this one. It's so goddamn good. I'm excited for that special edition. Honestly, that's that's probably the version I would say to get if you haven't played it yet. Um, I'd highly recommend that everyone play Devil May Cry 5 if you like action games at all. It's it's so fucking fun. It's got a lot of style. It's got a lot of humor. Um, there's just there's a lot of fucking good shit to like about that game. All right, so I'm going to go on a prediction here. Tomorrow, yesterday if you're listening, so you already know the answer to this, but they're announcing the next... Switch, um, the next Smash character. I'm thinking Dante. You think it's Dante? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, the game's not coming to Switch. So that might be their way to kind of rake in a little bit of cash on a different market that you would not have gotten anything from and just kind of get some cross promotion. Yeah, I could see that. I, I mean, it, it, it works in the sense that, like, if they can get Bayonetta, yeah. well, granted, Bayonetta is a Nintendo prop owned property now. Um, if they can get Bayonetta into Smash, getting a character like Dante is not too far off. I think that would be really fucking cool if they got Dante in, though. He is he is a classy character. But I, my only gripe would be uh, I, I think there's enough sword characters in, in Smash. Right, yeah, I, I can see that. He, he's got the name value. I mean, Dante now has more name value than Martha Roy did on Melee at that point in time, in the U.S. at least. Yeah, that's definitely true, and, and I think so, I think it would be cool if they would if it was like, honestly, if they announced like Virgil instead of Dante, or just like they're both Echo Fighters or something. Yeah. I think that'd just be a cool little thing. That would be that would be cool. Um, and I know you said Bayonetta. I see it more as the equivalent of if you can get Cloud 
and Banjo and Kazooie and Joker in there, then anything's on the table. I mean, Banjo Kazooie are owned by Rare, which is a Microsoft studio now, you know? Um, I, I think the moment where I realized that they can just do whatever the fuck they want when it comes to characters, I guess, was when they put Sonic. Yeah. That might have been it. So there, there's nothing there's nothing off the table now. So I'm going to go with Dante. Um, am I going to be right? Probably not, because they fucking reached it, the depths of the gaming world. But it's going to be like, okay, so who... Okay, so if your guess is Dante, I'm going to throw a wild card pick out there. So are we saying it's like not a Nintendo property character? Uh, it could be. It could be. Um, I, I just kind of went off of current events. Uh, it's going to be the blue eyes, white dragon. Didn't come out in the game first. What? That there wasn't the criteria that had to be introduced in a video game first. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh video. There's Yu-Gi-Oh video games, motherfucker. No, but like the character introduction was in the game. Like that's uh, why like, Ash is not the, the Pokemon character. It's Pokemon Trainer. Okay, so they have to be from uh, a video game. Yes, uh, first appearance video game. That's why they said like Iron Man will never be in the game and things like that. Uh, okay, in that case, it's one of the astronauts from Among Us. Okay, as a brawler character. Yeah, all he does is instantly kill people. All right, I respect it. It's gonna yeah, be see, freaking Minecraft, Steve. I, straight up, I'd be so fucking mad. <laughs> I would uninstall Smash. I think. <laughs> be like, get this shit off of my Switch. Oh man, it's diamond plate armor. Nah, dude. No, nah, they should go one step further. Just get real meta with it. Just make it fucking Hero Brian. <laughs> he doesn't actually have any moves. He just fucking stands at the edge of the stage ominously. With like that menacing stare, yeah. With that blank stare, just the stoic of the stoics. Uh, Slenderman. Slenderman is the next Smash character. I respect it. Just fucking put Waluigi in there. You know what? Fuck it. It's not hard. Yeah, they can fucking do it. They should. I don't care if he's a support character or support trophy already. Just put just put Waluigi in the fucking game. There's been other support trophies that became characters. They should put Kratos in Smash. Yes, for crying out loud. Who cares if he's on the... Isn't he on the, the Sony one? I don't care. Whatever. Dude, nobody played that fucking game. I don't think anyone gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Crash is in the game. I could see Crash. That'd be cool. Make it just put beautiful Joe in. God, give me what I want. Master Chief. Yes, I'll take that too. I'm trying to think of games that were on Nintendo platforms. I will see the thing about Beautiful Joe is Beautiful Joe is already, I think, in Marvel vs. Capcom. So is Ryu. Again. That is fair. Okay, Phoenix Wright for Smash. Just give me what I want, Nintendo. I know you never do, but just give it to me. Nah, they'd, they'd, they'd rather have you download their app uh, for online stuff. And I did. I, I, it's still on my phone. I keep forgetting it's there. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Shall we continue? Yeah, I guess we can continue talking about Tokyo Game Show. 
this one I thought was pretty cool. Uh, they announced the new Netflix Resident Evil show. It's called Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Um, it's animated, I guess, which is which kind of like, like a CG I was like, okay. animated kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, like that's. I, I, if they were gonna go like an animated route, I wish they would have gone along the roots of like the Castlevania show. I think that would have been really cool. Yeah, I think so. I get that they want their like realism or whatever. Like I don't know. I I think something like Resident Evil probably would benefit more from being more on like the anime side of things. It would have been cool to like see some like really cool idea for uh, zombies. Um, fuck, it kind of reminds me of a. Uh, there's a movie that I thought okay, kind of reminded me of it. I don't remember what it's called. Fuck. Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Okay, yes, that. I'm never going to have another opportunity to mention that movie, so I I saw my opportunity and I took it. I'm glad you went with that rather than Advent Children. No, dude, I had to go with the bad one. Well, the worst one. Yeah, there you go. I have not watched Advent Children in a few years, and now I'm just like, I know I would watch it and just be upset the whole time, but I was like, I don't want to do that to myself. Yeah, I'm just glad they didn't kind of do like the Resident Evil Vendetta route with this. Like, it actually does look like something different. Or Damnation. Yeah, was... Do you remember Damnation? No. That's fine. Do you remember Degeneration? Uh, I thought it was those wrestlers. No, that's that Ellen Degeneration X. Stop. <laughs> Please stop. Yeah, no, there was like Resident Evil already did some like spits. Typical CG looking animated um, movies, but this one was, this one looks different and I kind of on board for it. Yeah, I will, I will watch it. Uh, I will watch anything video game related, either because I love myself or hate myself, depending on, on the quality of the thing. Uh, you know. Castlevania is good, so hopefully Netflix does good with the Resident Evil shit. That's what I hope. Um, you know, it kind of reminds me of like the same, like you remember Scanner Darkly, like that kind of level of storytelling. Yeah, that's kind of what I would like want out of this. Damn, that would be just like super weird. I think. Yeah, but like that that level of like depth in a story because Resident Evil has that, you know. It just hasn't been brought up. Yeah, Resident Evil has that, but I don't know if you can have anyone write a movie that's just fucking weird, as weird as Scanner Darkly. I mean, Resident Evil has the potential if they just dig in, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, Kingdom Hearts, speaking of uh, nonsensical plot lines, uh, Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Mail. Me <laughs> Kingdom wow. Hearts. Melody of memory. Look, dude, it's past my bedtime. All right, I fucking words are bad. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory uh, playable demo November thirteenth, two thousand twenty. Uh, so literally in like a month, month and a half. Yeah, uh, I'm sure people Here's the thing. like it. Here's the thing. I know this is gonna suck. I hate rhythm games unless it's DDR. Like I don't, I don't fuck with rhythm games. 
I'm gonna fucking play this because I have to. I I I have to. Yeah, Yo, you're like neck deep in that shit. I I am, and I despise myself for it. Yeah, only rhythm game I've ever really liked was Amplitude. Amplitude was good. It's no DDR though. Def not. Uh, so another cool announcement from Tokyo Game Show. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne Remaster. Uh, they're putting in the equivalent of like an easy mode in it, um, which is cool for someone like me because I remember specifically playing that game as a kid and it was fucking hard. Like <laughs> I did not get very far in that game at all. Um, and I know for a fact my skill at video games has only diminished over time. Uh, so I'm glad they are putting in a fucking dumb idiot mode for me. At this point, it's been out for long enough. Just put it. Um, especially when you got, was it, five coming out soon? Then you got people just wanting to play through them. Um, yeah, like I, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I've never I've never beaten Nocturne. So I'm just like, I just want to see how the story plays out and I will be happy. Yeah, I mean, freaking Final Fantasy does it. Most RPGs actually end up putting like the equivalent of like what they call story mode difficulty, or if you're just yeah. trying to see the story, like The Witcher did it. So it's just like yeah. you know what, I'm all for that shit. Like, yeah, I don't hate it because I mean you have people like me who like to do kind of like series playthroughs. Yeah, and if you're playing some fucking dumb fucking fuck you hard game, then that sucks ass. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so the last couple things from Tokyo Game Show that I thought were cool are both a couple of uh, mobile announcements. Uh, they gave a Western release announcement for Near Reincarnation. Uh, they didn't have a date for it, but it's just it's near on your phone. It looks like. And then the one that I thought was super cool because I love this fucking series with all my heart. Uh, they showed some gameplay of Nino Kuni Cross Worlds, and again, that's for mobile. Uh, I think Nino Kuni is one of the most charming game series of all time. The second one is definitely not as good as the first one because it loses the Studio Ghibli connection. Mm -hmm. um, but man, the the childlike whimsy that you get out of those fucking Nino Kuni games is insane. So this is something that's really cool, I think. And you can take it with you. And you can take it with you, which is really cool. Uh, so next, uh, we have... <laughs> When was this like this was actually a couple weeks ago, I think, wasn't it? The Nintendo Direct Mini the yeah, Parker this is, Showcase. This is a two weeks ago news. <laughs> hey, so we uh we're getting to it. Uh Keith, I will let you handle this section. Yeah, so it was another Nintendo Direct Mini partner showcase, so strictly third party, nothing straight coming from Nintendo. Um, so don't get pissed about the Smash announcement like I did, because it didn't exist and now we're getting it. <laughs> I just sneeze for all of those of you. In the, beautiful in the out there i'm gonna um, love i'm gonna i'm lovely just putting in that timestamp right now of where to edit that out yeah put the timestamp and replace it with a dolphin can we do that I, I think that i think that could be arranged yeah okay um so let's start off with some pretty cool a one-two punch actually monster hunter rise march 26 2021 um and they followed that up with the Monster Hunter Stories 2, Winds of Ruin. Um, like, it's a cool one-two punch. It looks like they kind of figured, they took what worked with Breath of the Wild and twisted it into a Monster Hunter version of that. So it's different, but it's familiar. 
very much what the Switch needs, I guess, you know? Because there's not really too much Monster Hunter representation there. My only issue is, as someone who likes Monster Hunter as a series, right? Uh, I just, I hope I'm just not too spoiled by the the, the big quality of life improvements of that Monster Hunter World uh, gave that series, and I just like, I don't, I don't know if because so that Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Rise, I think is like the continuation of like the older style of Monster Hunter games, where it's like you load into like zones and stuff like that. Um, whereas in Monster Hunter World, it's like a more seamless thing. So it's like that's that's the shit that I like way more. And uh, so Monster Hunter stories, obviously, since the sequel, it's already a thing. I played like a demo of that. It seems pretty fun. It's, it leans more towards like Pokemon style stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's that's definitely like a, the more interesting of the two games, I think, because uh, Monster Hunter World is like an absolute for lack of a better word it's a monster hunter world's a fucking monster uh of a game and i don't know i i I straight up don't know if i can go back to playing an old style monster hunter like ever again after after playing world right world is just so vast that it kind of basically shifted the franchise in a new direction i kind of like that they're kind of doing like um something that works for the switch though because obviously world would not in the same it would not be the same experience so I kind of like that they're bringing along something that works for the Switch. Uh, whether you whether someone's can go back to it or not, it's a different story. But I think it's going to have its fan base. Yeah, I, I definitely think so too. Um, they they look really fucking cool though. Like I, I know what there's one that I'm going to play, which is uh, stories because that's the one that just sticks out more to me. Yeah. Um, I, I will observe Monster Hunter Rise from afar. I think it'll get some good reception. I don't see any reason at the first glance that shows that it would not. Well, Monster Hunter World is cited as the game that single-handedly saved Capcom from shutting down. Yeah. So I, th- I, think, uh, I think a lot of people are excited to play a new Monster Hunter. Yeah, regardless. So there, there was that. So Monster Hunter Rise, March 26, 2021. Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. Uh, soon. I don't think that one had a date, if I don't recall. Um, the typical Wii era stuff is coming back. Fitness Boxing 2, Rhythm and Exercise. Hey! Exercise with Rhythm. I, I think I'll, I'll just stick to my ring fit. Yeah, I think... I, I, no reason not to. Um, it's, it's exactly the game it sounds like. But yeah, that's coming to us December fourth, twenty twenty. This is uh, Disagia. Is that or Disgaea? Disgaea. What the? It's late. Um, it's either Disgaea or Disgaea. Either one of those. Yeah. Disgaea six defiance of destiny summer twenty twenty one. Weird decision here because it's already gone at this point. But they had Disgaea five completely free on the Switch from the from September twenty third to the 29th. Weird. That is really cool. It sucked for me though. I definitely already own Disgaea Five complete on the Switch. I, yeah. I remember when you put this in the show, I was like, "Oh, that's sick! I'm gonna go download that." And I was like, "Oh, I, I bought this already, huh?" Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, those are very fun strategy games. Very fun strategy games. Very cool, charming aesthetic to it. Um, it was a cool announcement. Very, very anime. Yeah. 
Um, if you if you want some over the top voiceovers, there's your game. If you like if you like penguins saying the word dude a lot, I which I do. Boy, do I have the game series for you. Hell yeah. They I'm saying they 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 do be saying dude a lot. I I, I respect the dude. I also watched um fuck dude, my brain is hurting today. I couldn't think of Big Lebowski. Directly. Big Lebowski. Yeah, there it is. My brain is hurting today. No, dude, I feel it. I'm right there with you. Life is hard. Um, so yeah, cool announcement. Fun. Empire Sin, December first, twenty twenty. Not too much to really go into there, you know. Here's one that believe even less to go into. Snapper Elite Four. It's you like she like shooting people in the dick. You like slow motion. Like balls exploding. Yeah. Here's the game for you. Hey. Um, here's one that's kind of curious Battle of Wonderworld March 26th I love Oasis you know what I love passion projects you know what this is oh literally oh you better nail this game or you're out passion project (laughs) hearing like the story of like I guess concept to creation um it's pretty trippy because it's like literally he was told this is your one chance to make a new 3d platformer <laughs> which isn't the most popular thing in the world right now um if you're not a mario game you're not a top contender for a 3d platformer there's a yeah there's a few other ones that have come up obviously ukulele being a prominent name regardless of how it plays that's kind of one of the more prominent ones um Personally, like we got a roommate, uh, new Super Lucky's Tale, and he loved that. And I saw it, I was like, you know, this looks like a really good game. Um, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I. This game. This game looks cool. So I mean, it has a really good, fun, aesthetic. It, it's a childlike 3D platformer, like that straight up almost kind of just doesn't exist, like they used to. So we, yeah. we will probably be picking this game up. I mean, I might. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, why not? It looks fun. I don't know. All I know about, about like the guy that's behind this game, uh, Yuji Naka. He does. He's done a bunch of, like the Sonic games. He's done. He did Nights into Dreams too. I don't know if you remember that at all. Right. Uh, but he did Nights in the Dreams, did a bunch of Sonic games. Didn't he have a hand in like uh, Fantasy Star and all of that? Yeah, he did also work on the uh, on the original Fantasy Star, Fantasy Star Online, also I believe. Um, right. He also worked on the acclaimed game Shadow the Hedgehog, which is you know. Yes, he did. They gave him guns. They gave him guns. Um, do you think there might be a resurgence of 3D platformers? Obviously, like, okay, with Crash 4 coming out, like, the, the Crash and Spiral trilogies, um, it's not like they have you know, success. Do you think there might be a possibility for another boom? Uh, there's always a possibility, I think. I just don't know if, like, 
there's been enough coming out in that space to make 3d platformers like a boom like like what's what sucks about this like ballad wonderland game is that like let's say it is a successful game and this is what starts the boom of 3d platformers it doesn't get to take advantage of being with like in the middle of the boom of 3d platformers right it's kind of just the one that sets it off and everyone else reaps that benefit of coming out afterwards yeah it's it's not like this game is riding on like some wave that like mario odyssey set up or anything i'm like even in some sense like even fucking super mario couldn't even really bring back the 3d platformer you know like they tried with ukulele uh they tried with a hat in time but just i don't know some things just never like hit fully i guess yeah and maybe i mean it's it's hard to have a new ip be the 3d platformer you know yeah it's, it's hard to compete with uh with gritty mario yeah fucking mario ruining it for everybody else he really did though i mean like when you think about it like I, super mario 64 was like such a big thing that it became to the point where like well if you're gonna make a 3d platformer like you're automatically compared to super mario 64 yeah and like and i, the I only knew people one that, that succeeded was banjo kazooie yeah well even then like as i was about to say like people were even comparing banjo kazooie like a successful game in its own right to like oh well is it better than fucking mario 64 it's like no it doesn't fucking it doesn't matter it's a good game just play it there is another one that succeeded that was conquer's bad for a day there was conquer's bad for a day that is that was actually a really good platform if you stick it strictly to gameplay and those the how much how it served itself that was a good game <laughs> i don't know if i would call conquer a success necessarily but it's uh it's a game it's a legacy title it's it's it sure is something it made the rare replay okay it did make the rare replay you know what good for conquer good for conquer and donkey kong 64 basically killed that <laughs> that momentum uh you want to talk about a game that i had just like repressed i guess I, that would be donkey kong 64 oh man have you ever gone back to it like ever uh no but last week i uh not even last week a couple weeks ago i made my girlfriend listen to the dk rap so that's that that's where i'm at yeah i liked that game at the time in 2020 that's what i like about the game now yeah uh, dk rap is the only good uh i don't see you know the dk rap like i i don't see machine gun kelly over here doing the dk rap you know no in fact he got bullied out of rap he's about to get bullied out of bad pop punk too i hope because that uh, that new record woo boy but that's 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 for another that's for a different podcast i guess yes different podcast but i will say the benefit of that would be if he takes another band out on tour he will not he will not because tours don't exist anymore anyway what is what is live music um (laughs) battle wonder world march 26 2021 um, I, it's a game that we will probably be getting because it's it's got my roommate written all over it, and I'll play Fair. it too. So after that, we got Rune Factory Five. Uh, this is probably the smartest release that they gave out of everything I saw because it just it's just twenty twenty one. Don't fool us. We, we don't know you don't know yeah you did a good move 
So straight up, I I love the Rune Factory series. It's made by the same people that did. I don't know if it still is, but it was originally made by the same people that did Harvest Moon, as far as I remember correct. I think it's I think it's Hudson uh, or Natsume, if I remember right. If not, I'm I'm an idiot. Um, but it's basically like the proto Stardew Valley because this was like, oh, you can farm and you can now also fight enemies and shit. Right. Which is, you know, that's a that's a concept that I can uh, that I can get behind. I mean, it's it's a tried and true genre. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is a game that like is a for sure get for me. Um, I had Rune Factory four on, I think it's my 3ds. Um, if I remember right, yeah, I think it was 3ds. It doesn't matter. Um, it's a, it was a good game. I liked it a lot, and I will 100% play the shit out of this. It's a good game for portability, for sure. You fought some dragons in 4? Fucking probably. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's another... It's an anime-ass game. It is, it is definitely... It is definitely anime farming. Which is what I look for. Um, yeah, 2021. Don't, don't, don't grind. Don't crunch. I know there's a bit of a controversy with cyberpunk right now um which we i have a hot take on i actually don't think this is end of the world that there's a crunch on cyberpunk um that might be a hot take yeah i can see why that would be a controversial take yes well the way i see it is this game's been delayed already you know it's 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 out there and delaying it more would probably get some people riled up and say what the hell we want to play this game so you lose in that aspect either way you know and they did come on saying you know employees are being paid overtime for this time period uh we are compensating them for what they need to do and i think this is just one where you got to make the deadline because you already extended it yeah now, if they were just yeah, straight up being that. like scummy and not compensating employees for their time and effort, then yeah, I think this is the nitty gritty of it, you know? Yeah, I guess we'll see when it comes out. I, I just, I don't know, whenever I hear about crunch, I immediately just get like that dirty feeling in the pit of my soul. Right, and so do I. I think that might have been kind of like a headline thing, to be honest, because when I read into it more, I thought, okay, like, this makes a little bit more sense when I kind of read the article a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, good luck to the cyberpunk team, I guess. Yes, we are on your side and I definitely hope that you are being compensated in the way that it is being reported. Um, I am looking forward to very much playing your video game. Uh, yeah. Con continue to be safe, I guess. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, Rune Factory Five did the good thing. Just keep it, keep it vague. We'll see you when we see you. There's a lot of other games you can play till then. One of them being Cyberpunk. Um, last thing that they announced on this was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Surprise same day launch on the Switch is basically like a hey, it's available now. Um, what I thought was cool. I love that they do that shit, oh, man. Yeah, me too. Um, what I thought was cool is that they're doing an Ori Collector's Edition with the uh, with the two games along with some exclusive artwork and a fancy packaging. Uh, it's a very nice box it is it definitely is i think probably what the witcher 3 is the only other thing that has that on the switch yeah i remember when i saw that i was like damn if i had the extra fucking money i would be buying that so fucking quick right and the same here if it wasn't on game pass i'd, I'd want it oh yeah absolutely but 
yeah very very cool um it fits right on the switch it's there's no reason for it not to be there yeah i'm surprised that you in all of your uh metroidvania-ness has not have not played the ori games you know i started it i think i bought it on steam and i think that's maybe right around the time where i was like all right i need to start upgrading and i just was afraid to commit and then have to restart i don't know if it has the cloud save or not and then i saw it was on game pass and i don't know if that transfers over i never looked into it yeah i now that you say that i was like hmm i re-downloaded a bunch of stuff off of game pass and there's a couple of games there where i have to start over from the beginning i'm gonna be a little upset yeah and ori's probably one of those games uh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> exactly and that's the only reason why i haven't done it yet well i i will update you once i uh once, once i finally yeah once i start up undermine again <laughs> but yeah that it was a small nintendo direct mini showcase i think we spent more time than they did on it <laughs> to be honest um I like the way these are headed. I think each one's gotten a little bit better than the last. Yeah, I, I, Nintendo is definitely doing really good uh, with the directs, and I think they space them out at a pretty decent rate to where, like, right when I'm thinking, I was like, man, I would love to see some new shit. It just feels like there's always, like, a direct around the corner. So I, Right. And I, I, I like their approach to it. Right, and they, they've... They, it's either your it's perfect timing or it's just over where you want more. It's like, dang, it's been a while. Come on. And then there they are. So, and the cool thing with Nintendo is that you have things like the Pokemon and things like that, that it's Nintendo content that's not direct, but you're still hearing about it. You know, the, the Smash one that's coming out uh, tomorrow or yesterday as of as of listening to this. They, they find ways to still get information out there for you. I mean, like a Paper Mario for crying out loud. Yeah, and and they f I like how they find ways to keep it like short and digestible. Like what the the, the Smash one tomorrow is only gonna be like a few minutes, basically like three minutes. It's just it's gonna be a trailer essentially. Yeah, it's like here's your fucking character. Have a good day. Yeah, and then Paper Mario Hyrule Warriors. That wasn't a direct. That was literally just a hey, this is coming out soon, and it worked. You know, they're kind of it's cool because they don't need a direct, but they got them when they want them, and it's always satisfying. Yeah, it's it's some real good shit. It is. It is. So, last subject for the for, before I bring this one home. Yeah, so we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking on this, I think. Uh, but it is this is far and away the one of the biggest things, if not the biggest thing, that happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, kind of fucking wild that it happened. Uh, Microsoft purchased Zenimax for seven point five billion dollars. Billion with the B. Which means Microsoft owns Bethesda now. <laughs> yes. Crazy. And they announced it the day before pre-orders went live. Like, they are not messing around this generation. Yeah. Um, this is by far, like, the biggest baller move I think Microsoft could have pulled off. Right. And there's two things I said in this pod that I want to go back to. Do you remember when I said, I think Microsoft took the L on the last generation and is gearing up for big things on the next one? here we are yeah here we are and two remember when i said i think they might be good on the halo front because they probably got something big to compensate this is yeah this is uh, big this, <laughs> yeah this is this is pretty big uh so that would mean by proxy just like microsoft owns 
fucking Elder Scrolls. They own Fallout. Fallout. Uh, what I thought was cool, though, is that they're still going to be honoring um, the PS5 exclusives that were under the Zenimax and Bethesda banner already. Like, I think Deathloop is going to maintain yes. its PS4 exclusivity for a while. Yes, and then I believe it was uh, there's one more. Yeah, I don't remember. It's bugging me that I was that I didn't remember it was. Yeah, it was Deathloop and definitely something else, but. Um, I think it's cool that they're still willing to honor that exclusivity for uh, for PlayStation, even if it's just temporary, it's just for a little while. Um, I think a cool, what a cool thing about this is, though, it means um, there's gonna. I, I imagine there's gonna be a lot of shit coming to coming to Game Pass in the near future. Yeah, well, the way I see it is these are instant. Like Elder Scrolls Six is gonna be a day one Game Pass now. <laughs> yeah, and like this is crazy too, because like you know pretty sure bethesda owns the doom franchise i believe so so you get doom eternal coming in there um starfield was the other one. Oh, starfield okay um and if you think about it at this point microsoft has potential to have elder scrolls 6 only on xbox and pc yeah that is uh that's that's, that's that, pretty fucking wild that's a console seller that is definitely a console seller. Even if, I mean, Microsoft owns Obsidian. There's potential for a new Vegas 2. That's another console seller. These are the things that yeah. they need. Yeah, they can they can really do a lot with this acquisition. Um, it's, like, I remember when it happened, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is the craziest shit. Yeah. And not only that, but so i kind of wanted to go over like what it means for ps5 and switch and obviously there's potential for uh, switch is kind of like okay yeah elder scroll 6 is not coming to the switch <laughs> oh yeah um but for ps5 like i said they might miss out on a huge drop with elder scrolls that's a major game and if they don't get it that's huge on the flip side if they do get it microsoft is going to get sales from each one of he's gonna get money from each one of those sales now so yeah no matter which, what they which, win, which is why i think yeah yeah which is which is why i think exactly why that they're definitely gonna want to put like games like elder scrolls 6 on like playstation 5 and stuff like that because now that like now they're just generating revenue from other services like other places and other and their competitors right and in a sense they're already doing that with with minecraft you know uh, which is available everywhere so it's not like it's a new thing either <clears throat> it's just crazy that it's on such a huge scale and it's going to be case by case so there's definitely going to be games that don't come over so who's to say that'll be one that they do bring in you know yeah um i get the thing is like it's still very early on like right. what this acquisition just happened last week yeah last week maybe almost two weeks now almost um it's so early but there's gonna be some big kind of ripples on this and i kind of think nintendo's gonna be the one to benefit from this because xbox and nintendo have had a good relationship um and i really do think one of the first ramifications of this is xbox is finally tapping into japan they've never had a big uh, japanese market and sales have gone up already 
yeah, it's it's definitely something that's like super exciting. Um, it's cool that this is something that like Microsoft had up their sleeve for a while. Uh, I will I will be patiently waiting to see to see what really comes of this. Me too. And Bethesda, you know, in line with Xbox, said, "Yeah, you get a free next gen upgrade on current gen titles." So, oh man, like all the games you're already playing that you already love. Here you go. You get to play here now. No extra cost. Yeah, the potential straight up fucking insane. It is. And then you have things such as like xCloud coming, which obviously these are going to be on there. So it's just more accessibility for big games. Yeah, good good job, Microsoft. Good good, good on you for spending a fuckload of money and to get this done. And thank you for not letting me eat my words. Good God. <laughs> I mean, there's still plenty of fucking time. There's still plenty of time, but I don't think it's going to happen for a while. Yeah, I mean, well, Halo was we'll, the closest, we'll and I think they salvaged their rep after that. Yeah, now they just have to actually do something with his acquisition, so... Yeah, which... An exclusive Elder Scrolls will definitely be something. But here's the thing. If they wanted, like, for the Halo thing to not be, like, a botch, they would have to take advantage of this thing immediately and have something out before Halo Infinite. I mean, I feel like Game Pass in general is already it. I mean, yeah, but EA like, Play plus this? Yeah, but, like, you're not just, like, you can't just put doom eternal on game pass and be like okay we made up for halo like you know what i mean like at, at this point like they still don't have that first party like punch not yet but they definitely have the inclusion of everything else and that then, is true. and then a one a first party punch coming because good god <laughs> like the potential is there yeah, but like we said, uh, like I said earlier, this is this is mainly like a work in progress to see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to see some cool shit come out of this. I really fucking do. Me too. And I eventually it will happen. It's still like you said, super early. Um, there's gonna be new games that we haven't even heard of yet. That are those are probably gonna be the ones exclusive. The the ones without the main the huge reputation are gonna be known for being the Xbox games. I mean, Elder Scrolls 3, you know? That was primarily known for Xbox because of console. That was its console release. Yeah, that is very true. So the relationship is there. Um, it, it, there's history there. And uh, clearly a future, apparently. Uh, Sky, The Skyrim is the limit. The Skyrim is definitely the limit. So speaking of Skyrim... This probably means that Xbox from this point forward gets a sale out of every Skyrim copy sold on something else now. That's fucked up. So Skyrim is fucking the, the most ported game of all time. Yeah, it's still selling. <laughs> so, I mean, they're getting a cut of everything. It, again, they're making that Minecraft money off of Skyrim. They, they sure are. So, hey, the future. The future. Got anything else for us? I don't. Um, I think what we're going to do here is I'm going to see if you can't redeem yourself from when you botched the intro that one time, and I'm going to let you take this one home. Good God, my brain hurts.
All right. So uh, let's try this. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 31 of the Mini Games podcast. I'm already doing better. Uh, apologies for our break, but yeah, we had a lot going on last week. Like I said, I'm doing the IRL house flipper. Uh, play that game if you haven't. It's also great and good to relax. Uh, Mike has been very busy as well, too, working full time and with a new computer. But we are getting this thing going again. We will do our best. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at woo underscore Keith. Woo is W H O O. Fuck you, Chris. You can find Mike on Twitter. Uh, let me check which one this one is because they're all different. Got to keep you on your toes, man. That, apparently. Um, and now's the one time my Wi-Fi does not load you up quickly. Ah, uh, the weef, the weefy. Yeah, of course. There's there's the botch. Uh, so he is on Twitter at badxhealth, on Instagram at you broke out glass no a to put an X instead. We all listen to 18 Visions at one point, and if you have not, then you should. Uh, you can find us collectively here on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the Mini Games Podcast or Mini Games Cast. Try them. I'm not going to go through which one is which. Uh, I'm not going to botch this, trying to go for specifics. But thank you for listening. We will t- see you next time. I am so fucking proud of you. Uh, <laughs> I've winged it. Goodbye. Bye.